Hey y'all, welcome to the Confident Health Podcast. This is where you'll learn how to transform your mind and body to achieve your physique goals without becoming obsessed. I'm your host, Allie, a certified nutrition and fitness pro who's tried it all and I'm here to teach you how to build a balanced life while also building the body of your dreams. Each week, we'll dive into all things fitness, nutrition, mindset, and lifestyle to help you level up and finally achieve the results you've been looking for. I'm so excited you're here. Let's freaking go. All right, y'all. Warmer weather is approaching. If you're anything like me, that means more time outdoors and traveling, right? I know I'm always looking for an excuse to get outside, be it camping, off-roading, hiking, spending time with the pups, or even music festivals in the desert. But if you're also like me and you're on a health, fitness, weight loss, wellness journey, these kind of events can be hard to stay on track for, right? I know I used to feel like I couldn't do the things that I loved because I would fall off track and start to lose progress or I wouldn't see any progress. You know, I'd just be stuck in a rut losing the same couple of pounds over and over again, doing great during the week, and then failing on the weekends. So if this sounds anything like you, listen up, because it does not have to be that way for you, just like it's not that way for me anymore. If you listen to my episode about my bikini competition prep experience, you know I had a lot going on while also needing to stay on plan. And there were so many trips out out in the Jeep, going to national parks, my annual stagecoach festival, and camping in addition to trips for the wedding, right? That means I had to get creative, figure out solutions to allow me to be able to continue to go on those trips, enjoy the time with limited resources availability to cook things for myself, you know, all of the above. And now that I have those tools, I'm going to share them with you. So let's go ahead and dive into how I stayed on track while doing all the things so that you can plan ahead and have a very successful spring, summer, and fall going on all the trips and spending all the time outdoors. Let's do it. First step, this will probably be forever always my first step in anything health, fitness, wellness related, and that's plan ahead. As much as you can, plan ahead, whether it be pre-cooking your food. You know, you can have cooler space when you're camping. You can freeze it and fly with it if you're going and traveling across country and needing it in the desert later, right? That's exactly what I did for Stagecoach. I planned ahead as much as I could so that I would know what to have knowing what kind of foods you can regularly eat and easily access in, say, gas stations or airports, knowing what kind of lean proteins are good for you, what kind of carb sources are good for you, like understanding your basic foods and what works for you will be great because then you can plan ahead. And it's always going to be plan ahead, plan ahead, plan ahead. It's always going to be the first step. So let's say you're traveling by car, you're doing a road trip, you're off-roading in your Jeep or other 
outdoorsy vehicle, right? So how do you plan for those kind of scenarios, right? Whether it be camping, lakeside, things like that, okay? Like I mentioned, cooler, packing food in the coolers, prepping some of the food in the coolers. I definitely do not recommend (laughs) broccoli for whatever reason. Every time I have traveled with broccoli, it's not smelled okay, all right? It, It just doesn't camp or travel in the cooler very well. But other than that, a lot of the foods that you eat at home, you can take and cook at a campsite. You can take and eat on the road. Um, a lot of gas stations have microwaves. You can heat up food there and eat it on the road. If you plan ahead and you prep some of those foods, you can A, save yourself a whole lot of money, but you can always also stay on track. Second up is the gas station food. I mentioned that earlier, knowing kind of what foods you can have and have not have. Some of my go-tos are beef jerky or biltong, always a solid protein source. If you're looking for something more sustainable or like more natural, a little less processed, I guess. Um, A lot of gas stations will have, say, hard-boiled eggs. You can find really good protein shakes there sometimes, trying to avoid some of that stuff. If possible, Fairlife is always my go-to. You can find them with like 20 grams of protein or 42 grams of protein. Really good, tasty protein source. There are also really great protein bars. Now I'm going to say, make sure you always check your labels, check your ingredients, because those can also pack in a lot of carbs and fats depending on the brand, depending on what it's made out of. So always, always, always check those labels when you're looking at gas station foods. You can also still 100% have your go-to snacks because I know when I'm road tripping, I always like to have my snacks. I like to have snack foods. And you can still have those when you're on your trip. Just track it. Pay attention to the amount you're eating. Maybe don't eat the whole bag. Maybe break it up and eat it over several days, right? But it's 100% possible to do that while traveling on the car, okay? If you are traveling by plane to get to that destination, you can fly with food, both store-bought or homemade, okay? You can get those through TSA, no problems. Now, of course, anything liquid is going to have to be left in containers of less than three ounces, but any food items, not a problem to get through TSA. If you are checking bag, um, and even if you're carrying it on, ice is going to be tricky because it will melt. It will be creative liquid that will cause an issue. Um, even those freezer packs, like, like the, um, solid plastic ice pack, things like that. There are It is liquid inside. So you have to be very careful about how long it'll take you to get to the airport to get through TSA. Um, so definitely recommend freezing it if possible, um, especially if you're checking it. You can freeze it before you fly, then put your like freezer bags, things like that, your ice stuff in with your food. Like Keep it cold that way and you can check that and you can fly it to your end destination. That's exactly what I did at Stagecoach. I prepped my breakfasts, a good amount of proteins and stuff so that when I got there, I didn't have to worry about that. It was there. It was ready. It was actually kind of partially thawed. Some of it was still very frozen. And then I would just have to reheat it in the morning. 
So now let's say you're going in camping and you're spending time where you're going to have limited resources when it comes to cooking food. That's when having a plan ahead is going to be key here. Whether you prep your food in advance and you just reheat it over your little cook stove or you're actually cooking meals. I can't tell you how many times we went on Jeep trips and I was cooking like steak tips or I pre-cut up chicken and cook chicken on our little jet boil stove thing. You can do that over a fire, like grilling food. There's so many good options outside of just your burger and brats and hot dogs that you think of when you're eating and camping. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. But just about anything you can make at home, you can still make on a campsite. Wrap it up in foil, cook it over the coals or the flames, you know. Still enjoy that s'more if you want to. In moderation, just paying attention to what you're eating, okay? And enjoying those things that you can. Now, you might not be one of those people that, you know, decides you're going to take your food scale with you while you go on your trips. Because believe me, I've done that. It's a little bit tedious. So how else can you maybe stay on track and not be that diligent, right? Well, use hand portion method, right? Track your food by looking at, you know, is it a palm-sized piece of protein? Am I getting a thumb-sized amount of fats? Is it a cup, uh, like a cupped hand of carbs? You know, using those hand portions to track your food while you're out and about and doing that can be super handy. Whether you're rolling through and stopping and grabbing food on your road trip, if you're cooking it and eating it at the campsite, you know, any way, any way that you're eating like that, using those hand portions, putting it on a plate and seeing it that way will be super helpful in just being aware of what you're eating, okay? Paying attention to your portion sizes and what quality of food you're eating, okay? Don't consume all the junk food just because you're on traveling. Balance it out between the fun stuff and the normal stuff, okay? If you're eating more towards your normal diet, you're going to feel better when you get back from your trip, okay? You're going to feel better than when you do when you eat all those things, right? So just be conscious of that as you're eating. Speaking of conscious eating, you can always choose to intuitively eat, right? Just eat when you're hungry, stop when you're full, take your time, be very mindful when you're eating, paying attention to your hunger cues, okay? I typically don't recommend intuitive eating for anyone unless you've, you know, tracked for a long time and you really understand what your body needs and what kind of food sources and quality of food sources that make you feel the best. But in times like this, it is definitely still doable. Just paying attention to when you're full, paying attention to when you're hungry, not overeating, making sure to drink plenty of water, things like that. Like all those healthy eating tips that you've heard of, like just using those as much to your ability when you're traveling will be super helpful. And lastly, just enjoy it, okay? Sometimes you don't have to be perfect. Short little diet breaks can be so good for not just your body, but also your mind, keeping you able to follow the plan more when you get back, right? Just enjoying the time with whoever it is you're on that journey with, whoever you are spending time with during the summer, 
know, make sure you're still enjoying it. Make sure that you're not just giving up everything for the long-term plans. There are obviously a little bit of like dedication, discipline, things there, but that doesn't mean you have to be disciplined 100% of the time. Still keep that 80-20 and maybe that trip is part of that 20%. And just going and enjoying it is going to be better for you long-term than if you stuck to your plan 100%, right? So judge that how you need to be, but hopefully some of these tips will help you in planning ahead for your summer trip so you can be successful and still achieve your goals throughout. Guys, thank you so much for joining me again for another episode of the Confident Health Podcast. I hope to see you again next week here for another great episode. Be sure to share this with your friends, share this to social media, let people know what you got the most out of it. And heck, even let me know what tip you found the most helpful by shooting me a DM at Allie Williamson Pitt on Instagram. You can even find me on Facebook too. You guys, thank you so much for joining me and I'll see you next week.